What happens when you listen to your gut feel? Or what we call intuition. It is said that following our intuition is often much more efficient than conscious deliberating. But if this is the case, we should be wary about our intuition leading us to wrong assumptions. Hi, I'm Day and you're listening to The Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment. Today by popular demand, we will be talking about Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. Blink is a book that can help you understand how your own intuition works and when it's best to trust it or keep analyzing. Here are the three takeaways from this book. One, your unconscious mind is the world's fastest filter of information. Two, stress can lead your gut astray. Three, put up screens in situations where you can't trust your intuition. Let's go on to the first takeaway. Your unconscious is the world's fastest filter of information. When making decisions, it is said that you should follow the 40-70 rule. It means that you should only make decisions when you have at least 40% of the relevant information but never wait to have more than 70%. This describes the ideal relationship between time and information, ensuring that we act fast but not uninformed. Since if we wait to have all the information, we might even get overwhelmed and the decision-making will not be relevant anymore. It's interesting that in most situations, focusing on the very few but crucially important facts while blocking out the rest is enough to do so. For example, when picking a place to rent out, let's say, knowing the location, price, and having a few pictures is usually all you need. Once you overanalyze every detail, such as where the plugs are, it becomes impossible to make a good decision because the smaller pieces of information start to hide the important ones. But your unconscious is the best and fastest information filtering system in the world. So when you face new information, your unconscious sifts through all of it, instantly blocking out the less important facts, judging the few big ones in a split second and presenting you with a solution. Of course, this is not a foolproof system. Even your unconscious gets it wrong sometimes. And one of the reasons for that will be discussed in the next takeaway. Takeaway number two. Stress can temporarily lead your gut down to the wrong path. A good example will be in a high-stress environment, your ability to read other people's facial expressions rapidly declines. Try to recall the dramas that you have watched or the series that you've watched. When a character gets angry and is shouting at another character, usually what happens is that the character being shouted at slaps the person who is shouting. Or in Korean dramas, the one who is getting shouted at splashes a cup of water to the face of the one shouting. But that's pretty much it. What behavior the emotional state triggers. Similarly, A police officer will sometimes shoot an unarmed man just because he holds a black leather wallet, mistaking it for a weapon. This inability to read nonverbal cues is very common among autistic people. They can't instinctively judge a person's intention and emotional state based on gestures, facial expressions, and behavior. That is why they have to rely on information that is communicated. And this is what happens in a stressful situation. It renders you temporarily autistic, developing a sort of tunnel vision, focusing only on the most imminent, threatening piece of information. This will lead you to making wrong decisions, so it should be prevented 
whenever possible. In a stressful situation, you should try to reduce the stress as quickly as possible. This is when people say cool down or don't make decisions when emotional. Take a walk to cool off, breathe deeply for a few minutes, or continue at a later point to make sure that the tunnel vision doesn't go into overdrive. This is very useful when you're getting into a heated argument. Which brings us to our third and final takeaway. Use screens to filter irrelevant information in scenarios where your gut tends to be wrong. Apart from stressful situations, sometimes associations are forged so deeply in our brain that it's hard to ignore them even if we know that is wrong. For example, it's like the comment that I always get that I should be good in math because I'm Asian. No, I'm not good in math. It's one of the subjects that I failed in school. Another example could be, it's like the notion that singers are attractive. This comes from the music industry. They artificially push a singer's visual image during performances, on album covers, and in music videos until we start believing that all singers are attractive. And sometimes, our mind plays tricks on us thinking that a person is good at singing just because they are attractive. And if you are an agent, there's the problem. You're supposed to find the best singers, not the best models. So in cases like this, it's good to create your own screens and filters. This is how you keep irrelevant information from reaching your brain in the first place. Speaking of this, the show The Voice is an excellent example of screens and filters. Judges are in chairs with their backs facing the stage so that the only information that they get is the voice they hear. And when they like what they hear, they can hit a button to turn around automatically confirming they like to have the singer on their team. Try to think about this and relate it to your own life. You surely come across one or two areas where your decisions are heavily biased because of your own current beliefs and knowledge. Knowing this, try to think of a few screens and filters you could use to make sure that you only get those relevant 40% of information. Usually for me, to screen and filter information, I usually have a short checklist of the most important things and stick to it. Or when I interview people, I usually make them do a task or solve a problem before reading their CVs. And so far, this has worked very well for me. Just remember that the human brain can make judgments in the blink of an eye. Sure, in most cases, they are better than conscious analysis, but we must also know that it can lead to bad choices in certain situations. And that was a quick summary of Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. Here's an actionable advice. There are a lot of new startups or people wanting to set up their own small businesses so this might be relevant. If you're launching a new product, make sure you get feedback under realistic conditions. Friends and family will be supportive, but they might not give you honest feedback even if they really want to and try their best. So make sure you replicate the same conditions and context as your customers would really use it. Otherwise, your feedback would be totally unreliable. By the way, this summary provided an overview but skips a lot of examples in the book. So if you find this interesting and want to learn more about it, go and pick up the book. And if you have read the book, hope this served as a refresher. In any case, if you want to contact me, head to link.bio slash daily. That's L-N-K dot B-I-O slash D-A-E-L-E-E. Again, this is Day and thank you for listening to the Daily Book Club, The Audio Experiment.